Hey friends, let's go back to the 90s with our new book, Mixtape Theology, 90s Christian Edition. It's part devotional, part retrospective, and all awesome. Rediscover the wonder of songs like The Great Adventure and Jesus Freak as you uncover their spiritual significance. But you know, we couldn't just give you a book without some 90s Christian cheese. We've included some original comics and hilarious retrospectives. Michael Tate of Newsboys and DC Talk calls mixtape theology the ultimate nostalgic throwback, and Michael W. Smith calls it a great read. Mixtape theology will have you falling in love with these songs and the gospel all over again. It's nostalgia served with a side of renewed faith, and it's available now at Amazon and Walmart.com. Now, back to the podcast. You ever feel like you're struggling in your prayer life? Like it just seems dry and stagnant. How do we bring life to our prayers or invigorate our time in prayer with God? Essentially, the question is this. How do we transform our prayer lives? Welcome to Mixtape Theology. I'm Dr. Ashley, your host for this Mixtape Theology podcast, and I'm glad that you've joined me today. Here at Mixtape Theology, myself and my partner, Rachel Cash, love to talk about 90s contemporary Christian music, look at the theology of some of our favorite songs, seeing how we've grown in our theology and in our faith as we look at those songs and listen to them, as well as talk about 90s culture and just have a good time doing it. I'm glad that you're here with me today on this Mixtape Theology podcast, and I want to talk about prayer today. And since this is Mixtape Theology, I also want to tell you about a song that you should go and check out and a book that I hope you'll read. But first, let's define prayer in its simplest terms. Prayer is, simply put, talking to God, conversing, petitioning, communing with God. And it is a great privilege for all Christians. We do not have to go through a priest or a pastor. You can talk to God anywhere, anytime, praying to him, conversing with him right where you are. We should have conversation with God, talking to him like he is right there because he is. The problem with our prayer lives is that a lot of times people get bored. I can tell you this has absolutely happened to me over and over again in my prayer life where it seems like I'm praying, but my prayer life is struggling. And oftentimes what happens is we are praying the same old things about the same old things. Not that they're bad things, not that they're things we shouldn't pray about. Don Whitney, in his book, Praying the Bible, talks about this. And so here's what happens. I, I bet some of you will relate to this. You, you pray, God, I love you. Thank you for this day. I pray that you would um, just help me go through it. Lord, bless my family. Keep us all safe. Uh, thank you, Jesus, for dying for my sins and, and just guide me through this day. And, and to some degree, maybe there's four or five things that you continually pray over and over again every time you pray every day. And then your prayer life begins to get 
stagnant. Sometimes we begin to beat ourselves up for that very thing. Maybe we are in a church setting and we would say, wow, that person, their prayers are incredible. They have the gift of prayer, or we throw around the term, they're a prayer warrior. But man, in my prayer life, that's just not me. I don't have that gift. I'm not a prayer warrior. I I mean, I like to talk to God, but it just begins to get stagnant. Well, as I learned this concept, this idea from Dr. Don Whitney in his book, Praying the Bible, I learned the concept is to, yes, what the title of the book says, to pray the Bible. I was a student of Dr. Whitney's working on my doctorate while he was writing this book, and he discipled us in it. I read the book, and it revolutionized my prayer life. So essentially, what Dr. Whitney in Praying the Bible encourages us to do is to, yes, read the Bible. Dr. Whitney Whitney also says that one of the best places to start is in the Psalms. So you go through Psalms, and, and I encourage you to read the book. It's going to go into so much more detail than I can share, obviously, in a short podcast. But you read Scripture, and you pray the Scripture, and you allow God's Word to guide your prayers. Whatever comes to mind as you are reading a psalm or a particular passage, you pray about the things that are coming to your mind, and it is amazing the things you'll start thinking about and praying. Let's use maybe the most famous psalm of all time, Psalm 23, as an example. If you opened your Bible up and said, I'm going to spend some time in prayer today, and I'm going to read and pray through Psalm 23, and you begin, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And then you pray, God, thank you for always watching over me. Thank you for being my shepherd and protecting me, and that in you I have everything I need. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. Oh, Lord, today, help me as I need peace that could only come from you. Lead me to the um, to peaceful places, to green pastures, to still waters, a peace, places that only you could take me. You might get to a part like, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. It might remind you of someone who has recently experienced death in their family, or maybe you have, and you begin to cry out to God in that, or maybe you talk about the shadow of death, and God, right now, Lord, I'm in the midst of this this journey, but I will get to the other side through you. And so as you read Scripture, then you pray about what you're reading, and it'll bring thoughts to mind and things to pray about. While we're thinking about praying the Bible and Psalms, I want to recommend a song to you. Rebecca St. James's song, Psalm 139, off of her 1996 album, God. Yes, we know in the mid-90s, this teenage Australian hit the CCM scene and we are all better for it. And on the God album, the last track on the record, you will find Psalm 139 as a hidden track. The last track on the record is Go and Sin No More, which was a big hit for Rebecca St. James. So go and listen to that song. And when it is finished, there'll be about a minute of silence, then an embedded track in 
uh, is the hidden song, Psalm 139. I always thought it was really cool when artists would do this. I can remember Jars of Clay having a great hidden track on one of their albums, and I was sitting there listening to the CD, and it just kept playing. And then all of a sudden, the song pops up like, wait, what is this? This is cool. Well, the same thing happens here in Go and Sin No More. You'll hear this embedded hidden track. Just to let you know, and I, and I hope you'll listen to it, it's gorgeous. Beautiful orchestral arrangement. It's going to sound a little different than RSJ's typical mid-90s rock jam. But here's, here's what I love and why I bring attention to this song. She is singing scripture. When we think about it, psalms are meant to be sung. Some of the best songs, some of the best hymns, some of the best worship songs. Yes, some of the best contemporary Christian music songs are straight from Scripture, often straight from psalms. So if if you want to write a song, go to the psalms and let that inspire you. Listen to the lyrics of Rebecca St. James's Psalm 139, you search me, you know me, you see my every move. There's nothing I could ever do to hide myself from you. You know my thoughts, my fears and hurts, my weakness and pride. You know what I'm going through and how I feel inside. But even though you know, you will always love me. Even though you know, you'll never let me go. I don't deserve your love, but you give it freely. You will always love me, even though you know. So, So now that we've heard those lyrics, let's go to Psalm 139. Oh, Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know, when I sit down, when I rise up, you discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all together. You hem me in behind and before and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Where shall I go from your spirit or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed and shield, you are there. If I take Take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea. Even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me and the light about me be night. Even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is bright as the day for darkness is as light with you. If you continue on in that psalm, there is the famous section where it talks about we are knit together in our mother's womb, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And then the psalm goes on in the end, in verse 23 of Psalm 139, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any grievous way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. I love how Rebecca St. James sings the truth of this song. It's almost as if her heart is crying out the truth of the song, the passage in her song. She is singing and yes, praying. And she's, she's talking about that God knows us. He seeks us out. He knows all we deal with and our thoughts and our shortcomings and our sin. And when we, we, and when we repent and trust in him, he leads us in the way everlasting. Imagine praying this song or this psalm, much like she is, is is singing it. You know, if I were to open up my Bible to Psalm 139 and begin to say, Oh, Lord, you search me and know me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up, you discern my thoughts from afar. And then I would maybe begin praying, God, you know me better than anybody else. You are always there. You know everything about me. Everything 
even before I do it or say it, God, you are sovereign. And I can't even wrap my mind around how incredible this is. And, and Lord, where can I go from your spirit or your presence? Nowhere, God, wherever I go, you are there. Thank you, Jesus, for this, for this promise. And I need this today for maybe, maybe you're praying and thinking, Lord, I felt distant from you, but Lord, I know from your word as I'm, as I'm reading right now and, and praying that God, I can't escape you. You are with me and I need you today. And even if there's anything wrong in my life, maybe maybe the psalm will lead you to a place of repentance. Lord, you see it. So I repent of it. Lord, lead me where you want me to go. Lead me away from sin. Protect me. So you can pray these thoughts, Psalm 139, any psalm, so many scriptures. So really what it gets down to as I think about this Rebecca St. James song and Dr. Whitney's book and just the the pure idea of reading the Bible. I encourage you, read scripture. It will energize your prayer life. Use God's word and see what happens. Thanks for joining me today. I encourage you in your prayer life, start praying the Bible. Yes, seeing the Bible. And let God lead you in the way everlasting. The Mixtape Theology Podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. Find more Christian music-related podcasts at newreleasetoday.com.